Hi, this is Julie Kerr, writer and director of the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk. And today's podcast is um, how do you know if you're attracted to women? Um, What sparked this was or how do you know if you're lesbian or bisexual or pansexual, um, etc. So what what (laughs) what sparked this was um, I go I go to a church that's LGBTQ affirming. So it's um, basically straight people and gay people going to church together. Um, so, and, and I think I've already made a podcast about like how that works, but, but, or anyway, but gay affirming means like the official stance of the church is homosexuality is not a sin and the Bible doesn't necessarily condemn homosexuality. And, um, so there's a lot of churches out here in synagogues, et cetera, that are gay affirming. Um, so, but the thing is, um, so yeah, I, there's something called MCC and that's a denomination of church that's, um, predominantly, uh, LGBTQ. And actually I don't go to a, uh, here, so I'm just going to quickly give you a history of the churches I've gone to. Um, okay. So I grew up religious. I went to Baptist, uh, a Baptist church growing up overall for the most part, it was a positive experience. Basically we went to church and then we just would, um, you know, hear Bible stories, and essentially the message was be loving and kind towards others. That was the message. There was Christian theology, because I'm a Christian, but but essentially it was a positive experience. Um, but, you know, once I realized I was gay, uh, then I just, you know, uh, didn't think I'd be too welcome at LGBTQ, I'm sorry, at uh, a lot of heterosexual churches. So, so to speak. <laughs> churches don't have sexual orientations. <laughs> They're just buildings. But you know what I mean. So so there's this denomination of churches called um, MCC, Metropolitan Community Church. And it, it was a denomination, I believe, started in the 70s by a, a gay guy. And basically, it's predominantly LGBTQ. So um, so yeah, and, and when I was in college, that's when I started going to uh, basically an LGBTQ church. Everyone there was pretty much LGBTQ, which was awesome. To be honest, it was great. I was, you know, surrounded by my people. I was, I was, um, the youngest person there, I would say. So I never found like my peer group because I was in college. So I would, but it would have been between the ages of 18 and 22, 18, 19, 21. Yeah. Yeah. 18 to 21, 22. And so there weren't too many people my age going to the church. So I didn't have like a social peer group necessarily, which is totally fine. But but um, but yeah, it was cool to go to an LGBTQ church. And then honestly, in the church I grew up with growing up, no one said anything homophobic. Uh, so I, I do want to say that. And then one of our friends of the church I grew up, I went to this teeny tiny, very countrified uh, Baptist church. One of the Sunday school teachers, her her sister happened to be a lesbian, and then and everyone in the church knew it. Um, and then also she was a, a beautiful singer, so our church would invite her to sing at our church and just listen to her sing these beautiful gospel songs. So in a way, that's affirming. Uh, in a way, you know what I mean, like that she would come in and, and sing a song, so sing gospel songs. Uh, so going through my journey, uh, so then I, I pretty much went to LGBTQ churches. Then I moved out here to the San Francisco Bay Area. And once I moved out here, I, I went to an MCC church, essentially, uh, in the Castro, which is the predominantly LGBT, LGBTQ church in, uh, in uh, oh, I'm sorry, the Castro is a 
predominantly uh, historic LGBTQ neighborhood. 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 I'm so tired. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, I, anyway, it's a great neighborhood. I really like it. So, um, so I went to church there. And then, um, but my, after a while, it was a good church, like, you know, everyone in church is LGBTQ, like, for sure, but I know I took my little sister there, and she's like, you know, this isn't really, like, a Christian church, and, and basically, which is totally fine, like, I am interfaith, my best friend grew up, uh, traditionally Buddhist, so I'm definitely interfaith in college, you know, I, I had friends of all religious backgrounds, like Hindu, uh, Buddhist, et cetera, et cetera, uh, Muslim, et cetera, et cetera. So for sure, I'm interfaith, definitely. Um, but just just want to let you know, like, uh, if I'm in church, uh, I kind of want to hear Christian theology. You know what I mean? Just in church. I, I believe in the separation of church and state for sure. Absolutely. Okay. But anyway, um, at the MCC in San Francisco, the theology had got kind of gotten watered down like a lot. Um, so when I took my sister there to the church, she's like, Julie, this isn't really a Christian church. It's kind of just a community center, which is fine. But I kind of missed the meat and potatoes theology uh, that I was used to growing up. Um, so anyway, uh, fast forward. <laughs> so fast forward to the church I go to now. I like it because it's people kind of my age-ish. Um, and I think that's one of the main reasons I like it. But what's different about this church is it's straight people and LGBTQ people going to church together. And I've only ever gone to straight churches <laughs> or gay churches. Like, I've never gone to a church where it's both. But out here, I would say out here, there's another church called Lakeshore Baptist Church. It's a great church. It's a great church. And they're LGBTQ affirming. They've been LGBTQ affirming since the 1990s. And at that church is mainly straight people, which is totally fine. Um, and they're super nice, super amazing. Like, I went to the Christmas Eve service there this this, this past Christmas, and they're really amazing. Um, so they're really great. Um, but there, there's not too many people there my age, and there's, like, hardly any LGBTQ people there. So I, the church I'm at now that I like because it, it, it's more of a community. It's people my age-ish, and it's just – it's more my cup of tea, but it's also kind of an experiment in that this is the first church I've ever been to where it is gay-affirming and it's LGBTQ people and straight people going to church together. Okay, what's the point of that really long thing? Okay, the point is, um, I was out with my straight friends, and straight friends are fine, but I was out with my religious, spiritual straight friends, and that's where, <laughs> what happens is if you're LGBTQ and you go to a gay-affirming church, or I'm sorry, I'm going, to, I'm going to church with straight people, what scares me is, because I've met very homophobic religious straight people, what scares me is like, when is somebody going to say something secretly? Like, when is someone going to say something homophobic, right? There's a little bit. I do, I do think the church I go to is quite the experiment right now. It's a great experiment, and it's awesome. But anyway, so the point of all that. So, yes, I, uh, I, you know, I was out with my straight friends, a straight lady, a straight dude, nice people, both religious. And, hey, I'm religious too, right? Or spiritual, you know, whatever you, word you want to use. But I'm also gay, <laughs> <laughs> but okay but it's it's not a big deal i want to say this guy the question he had for me 
wasn't just it wasn't a big deal. But he's like, you know, I was kind of surprised because he's a little bit older. I'm I'm just but I guess in his life, he just hasn't met that many LGBTQ people. So, hey, what you going to do? So he's like, Julie, can I ask you a question? He says, hey, Julie, can I ask you a question about being a lesbian? And I was like, yeah, sure. <sighs> what, where is this going? But then all he asked me was, he said, okay, this is what he says. He says, so, Julie, when you, like, see a woman, you're, like, attracted to her. So, like, if you see Holly Berry, you're, like, you're, like, attracted to her the way, like, I'm attracted to her. And I was like, Holly Berry? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Holly Berry is a beautiful, uh, very beautiful woman. I was like, yeah. I mean, I don't, I have a woman's body. Uh, you know, it's different than a man's body, but I'm a, yeah, when I see a beautiful woman such as Holly Berry, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to think she's beautiful and I'm, you know, potentially, uh, I don't think she's gay or even bisexual, which is totally fine. But, um, but yeah, you know, yes, I, as a lesbian, can see the attractiveness of Holly Berry. <laughs> but that was his only question, and he smiled, and he's like, cool, cool, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. So that is to say that, that that's what sparked this blog post, or this podcast. Um, uh, okay, how to know if you're attracted to women uh, or how to know if you're lesbian or bisexual or pansexual. All right, here we go. All right, the first thing I want to say is you might be attracted to women if when you look at women, every part of you feels completely alive. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between, every gender in between, this is a clean cut podcast, at least for this episode, but you know what I mean by that. <laughs> When you're attracted to somebody, the hormones kick in and you're attracted to somebody. So you know when you know, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But yeah, if every part of you feels completely alive, uh, when you look at a woman, you just might be attracted to women and it's totally okay. Um, my example is when I see a beautiful woman on the movie screen, uh, when I used to look at my ex-girlfriend who I was deeply in love with, uh, and then yeah, when I was 12 or 13 and I hit puberty, I was just like, it just, the hormones kicked in. Like, I was attracted to women left and right, like, for sure. And, um, but yeah, I just feel kinetically alive <clears throat> when I'm attracted to women. And uh, it's awesome. <laughs> Second tip to know, uh, how do you know if you're uh, attracted to women? Uh, you think, if you have this general positive vibe towards women you just think women are cool generally speaking you might be drawn to them in a way that's more than just platonic and i know that's generalizing but i know like i don't know a lot of the queer women i know bisexual pansexual whatever they're just always kind of drawn to women in a certain kind of way you know what i mean and it was more than just platonic so yeah if you think women are cool you might be attracted to women <laughs> all right and step three how do you know if you're attracted to women if you, uh, if you feel a stirring in your heart and soul towards women, yes, here's where we get to the poetry. I've talked about the hormones, but let's talk about the poetry. Okay, so I was an English major, so I read a lot of poetry in college and wrote a lot of papers about poetry. But okay, poetry. All right. Um, <laughs> I know in my heart, let's, let's just take the whole concept of sexual orientation and throw it out the window for two seconds or whatever. I mean, I don't care what my sexual orientation is. 
at the end of the day, I'm Julie, and I'm awesome, and you guys are awesome too, you folks listening. But in my heart of hearts, I know that I'm going to marry a woman one day, that the love of my life is a woman, and it feels almost like a calling. Um, my callings in life are definitely filmmaking. They're also championing love, joy, and kindness, though that's my personal mantra, and then being really good to the people in my life. Those, those are my callings in life. And I know that being being into women, being drawn to women, that's a big part of who I am. And I like that I'm into women for me. Now, and and women are cool. I know I've talked about women. I've talked about women a lot in this podcast. And I know some of the men are like, "What about me?" <laughs> okay, I think dudes are awesome. My best friend Emilio. My best friend is a heterosexual white uh, Italian guy. <laughs> His name is. Uh, he's, uh, I want to preface that he's Italian American, uh, great guy. His name's Emilio. He's awesome. Shout out to Emilio. Uh, and then, you know, I, you know, I, I, we've been best friends since we were 14 and we're, I am 37 years old. We're still best friends. We still talk all the time. So I just want to say, I got love for the men. I promise. I promise I got love for the men. (laughs) Um, but I'm definitely, I know I just said sexual orientation doesn't matter-ish. I mean, anyway. But I definitely only date women. Sorry, dudes. But <laughs> I'm totally down to be friends with men, of course. But um, uh, but anyway, so I like that I'm into women. Women are cool, generally speaking. So, dear listener, if you are attracted to women, then good on you. And if you're not attracted to women... I think that good on you too. Hey, it's all good, right? So humans being attracted to other humans is awesome. People being good to other people is awesome. And those are my three tips on how to know if you are attracted to women or lesbian or bisexual or pansexual, et cetera, queer. Yeah, for sure. And then I'm going to talk about, this is my quote. I'm going to leave you with this, okay? All right. It's okay to be who you are. Who you are is awesome if you follow the following advice. Embrace yourself. Love others with all your might. Show empathy to those in pain. Follow your dreams as if your life depends on it. And always remember your awesomeness. Now go be attracted to women if that's what you're into. Or go be attracted to men if that's what you're into. Or go be attracted to both if that's what you're into. Uh, All of those are valid, awesome, amazing options. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, God bless you. Stay tuned. I'm about to plug my website. And yeah, and my, yeah. All right. Thanks so much. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, yes, I am Julie Kerr, writer and director of the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk. And here's my call to action. Uh, if you could mosey on over to my website, www.juliekerrstudios.com. Um, that's where you can check out the romantic comedy that I did uh, make called Geek Loves Punk. Um, it's available at my website. You can also see tons of uh, free content, blogs, YouTube videos, uh, quote cards, and also uh, uh, my biggest call to action is if you could join my email list. If you join my email list, you immediately get access to a PDF worksheet that I designed and, and you get access to a video that ha- that explains how to use the worksheet. So uh, what I did was I created a worksheet that helps you cultivate more love, joy, and kindness into your life every day. So um, 
I grew up in an abusive home as a child. And as an adult, I'm doing quite well. Uh, I studied personal development my whole life. Also watching tons of movies and reading tons of comics as a kid, that helped too. <laughs> but um, as, as an adult, I, I uh, studied personal development. And so what I've done is I've put down five daily habits that I do every day that just help me feel really good and awesome and amazing. And that puts me in a place where I can go and follow my dreams. So I created this easy PDF that um, you can download and use yourself and follow the five daily habits that I do every day that help you um that help you feel good every day um so yeah if you could go join my email list that would be super amazing all right thank you so much for listening and i hope you're having the best day ever and hang in there things are things are weird right now with the coronavirus but i truly believe in my heart of hearts that everything's gonna be okay so just have faith that everything's gonna be okay Thank you so much. I'm Julie Kerr, writer and director of the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk, and God bless.